0: Welcome to the magic spark. I'm your host and personal wellness, witch, Tandy Gutierrez. This podcast is for the open-hearted magic makers seeking to cultivate consistent self evolution, or as I like to call it self revolution. It aims to be a home base for continually stumbling upon things that ignite the healing spark in you, be that practical or magical. Now let's see what that spark is for you in today's episode. Hello, my magic makers. You're listening to episode 10. This episode welcomes an empowered and magical guiding heart willing to explore and answer our four questions in 40 minutes. These four questions invite my guests to be vulnerable, and therefore very brave. It aims to offer a space to safely go outside of our typical titles and branding, to offer a magic spark, not only to you, dear listener, but very often to our guests as well. By sharing our stories of trauma, wounds, or shadows, whatever language resonates with you, we begin to lighten the load, drop some baggage, alchemize karmic debt, and very simply heal. Healing our wounds requires diffusing the shame from them. And there's no more powerful way than simply speaking them out loud, pulling them from the hidden corners and setting them boldly in the middle of the room. Shadow work comes in so many ways. Sharing our deep wounds with each other is one of the most simple and yet most powerful. We're all so conditioned lately to the short, clipped, memeable, gifs, reels, and TikTok expedited moments of 60 seconds or less to learn something that we may be losing some of our capacity to hold the longer conversations, to listen in for the long story, to wander in nuance and duality, And the truth is you can't get to the heart of healing in 60 seconds or less healing is a long game that i hope today's episode and each one to come helps all of us practice and reclaim our innate skills of in-depth listening understanding and personal revolution our capacity to heal is braided in with our ability to communicate to listen, and to speak through brave and bold truth and authenticity. The strangeness of all of this is that slowing down, listening, talking about our very personal shadows actually allows for our collective, deep, transformational rebirth on foundations more firm and solid than those of generations past. In every episode, I always say that healers, practitioners, teachers, coaches, and mentors, we don't really know any more than anyone else. We're just up ahead on the path with a flashlight and a first aid kit, shouting back tips, tactics, warnings of fallen trees, (laughs) pointing out rest areas, and yes, even the prime selfie spots. Our guest today works through the languages of astrology, human design, and coaching to do all of the above. She is the founder of Cosmic Queen. This is for leaders who are empowered by Cosmic Insight. I'm raising my hand over here, by the way. And the Cosmic Coach Academy. She is known for her unique approach to coaching using cosmic systems in combination with mindset and energetics. She believes self-understanding and love are at the root of our power. Her work bridges both the astrology and the coaching industries. And it's making waves. No more cookie cutter approaches. No more using astrology to make excuses. Yeah, we don't play that way around here either. No more disempowering cosmic stories. She celebrates her clients as they confidently build their businesses, open to new love, and clarify their vision for life. She stands for being radically you, the unique being that came here for a reason to live life on your terms. It's time to know, love, and be yourself. What I know is she sounds an awful lot like a unicorn to me, and everything she offers is the kind of magic that the world needs more of. So, Rachel Anajafi, welcome to the Magic Spark.
1: Thank you so much. I love your voice. <laughs> you have the best voice ever. Like, no wonder you have a podcast. Of course. It's so beautiful.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I, sometimes I feel like it's like bedtime stories that I'm telling, you yeah. know, like, so thank yeah, you. I love it. I appreciate that. Um, well, <laughs> gorgeous bio, incredible work. And I, I just want to say that I, it was such serendipity to stumble upon you and your work. I think I just found you and discovered you on Instagram, like totally a fan and a follower over here. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I'm really liking these things. I'm not stalking her. I think her work is really impressive. Um, and when I clicked over to your website and saw you holding a tarot card from the modern witches tarot deck, I was like, "Mm -hmm, we need to be Uh
1: friends. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That deck is my favorite. You know, I have different favorites at different times, but that one's been my favorite for years now. It's so good.
0: It's just so loud at, at some points. And I do think it speaks to a certain niche. And I really do feel like those, who identify as women looking to do a certain set of healing and empowerment work. Like it's just so clear for them. So when I saw that, I was like, Oh mm -hmm, yeah, here we go. I'm, I'm going to now stalk her to be friends. Um, (laughs) And I really, in that moment knew that I wanted to have you on the podcast. So I also really find your offerings, you know, just from looking and seeing what's listed and what you're sharing on Instagram to be really delightfully unique. Um, the one that super caught my eye was, is your, I guess it's a coaching group. You know, you can please explain better for some reason I'm stumbling because I haven't experienced it yet, but that is specifically for manifesting generators. Do you want to speak a tiny bit to that? Because you're a manifesting generator and so am I. And my first thought was like, damn, what does that group do? That's going to be some energy yeah. and some
1: magic. Oh my God. Big energy, big, big energy. It's like that song, big energy. That is going to be the theme song for yeah. this program. <laughs> so I so I, I'm going to be running it again, actually in um, October. And I've kind of decided, I haven't kind of, I have decided to kind of run my programs at different times in the year to really take up that different energy. And I love that Libra season, that air, that uh, like, um, cardinal sign energy of like, let's get up and go, um, and really jump into the next season. And so momentum is for say for generators and manifesting generators. And I just love to really speak to, it's not just like, I love teaching cosmic systems. I love using them in my coaching. And there's something magic, I think, when you do get people together in a group who are the same, they have these big similarities in their charts. It's just like ping, 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 you know, like this magical, like just glow that happens. So yes, anytime you're with manifesting generators, we're gonna be moving fast. We're going to be uh, pivoting with pride. We're going to be doing all the things and no one will understand, but they want to be part of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally, totally. It just, I thought how smart and how fun, you know, because I, again, you are the expert on human design. And I, I told you before we started, you know, that I'm still learning and leaning into it. And initially I actually thought, Ooh, this sounds a little overwhelming to me. It's As a much, lot.
1: It's a it's lot. A lot. Yeah.
0: And I really love bridge pieces and I like to move quickly, but I also like to go really deep. So when I feel like I don't have enough time to go really deep into things, stuff that feels big, I go, yes. Ooh, maybe not right now, but I find myself leaning further and further into it lately, which yes. is super cool. Mm-hmm. And can you give, cause I know a lot of the unicorn wellness community and your community is going to be listening to this as well, but for the unicorns, can you give a little, little bit on what human design is
1: Definitely, definitely. So human design is a uh, system. It's a cosmic system, like astrology is the cosmic system. So it utilizes both insight, wisdom, and intuition in order to use it. You know, it's really designed to be an experiment. I want people to remember that because sometimes when you look online, um, a lot of people can, you know, well, like with any system, you'll have people that are like, no, here are the rules and you must follow them to a T or else you're not. Not doing it right, right? Just forget that for a moment and really see it as an experiment. In, in finding your natural way of using your energy and the way that you exchange energy with others. So it's a system that incorporates four ancient systems. So astrology, the I Ching, the chakra system, and the Kabbalah tree of life. So all four of those are put together into this incredibly complex and beautiful system where you put in, you put in your birth details, you get a, a chart that kind of looks like the chakras. Um, and there are nine centers and it's about how your energy flows. And there are, um, a a myriad of things that you need to look at in your chart in order to understand how you do life. And it's incredibly helpful for how you do business. And it's not something that you just start overnight. You know, um, they say that you need to kind of be working with it for seven years to really decondition how we've been taught to do things, you know, especially as manifesting generators, for example, oftentimes as children, we have big energy. We might be quite uh, bold personalities. And if we grew up in an environment where that was not appreciated, especially shall we say as women as well, if that's not appreciated and it's like, whoa, why are you like enrolled in like five different activities and you started this, but you didn't finish this and like, come on. So our cultural conditioning can kind of suppress a lot of our natural way that we do things. And so human design is a beautiful thing to. To get into because you start to unlearn ways that aren't working for you. And it just unblocks the energy and things are easier and your life changes in beautiful and surprising ways. And yeah, and it's beautiful for business too. So I hope that's kind of a good kind of introduction. Um, if people are new to human design, I encourage you to look at three things to start. So you want to look at your type. So that's, you know, you may have read on Instagram, it's either a projector, a manifestor, a generator, a manifesting generator, or reflectors. There are five types. So find your type, find your str- your strategy, excuse me, that's how your um, aura works, H- hugely important. Um, and then your authority, which is how you make decisions. So start there and then work on incorporating those first.
0: Thank you. Okay. That's really <laughs> interesting. I did not know the thing about seven years, which also makes more sense right now mm-hmm. because I feel like that's probably about as long as it's been on my radar.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, did you know what I mean?
0: Like, yeah. Yeah. So, and I just, yeah, I find you heard
1: about it way back when, cause I, I only heard about it like, um, Gosh, it, it was in twenty like eighteen, late twenty eighteen, earlier oh. twenty nineteen was when I first heard about it. And I got a reading when I did my first mastermind with my coach in twenty nineteen. I was like, What the hell? Like this is amazing. <laughs> And so then I did a deep dive. I did um, a year long advanced training course. I did beginning t- courses before that. And now I'm just like, you know, I'm so excited using it with my clients.
0: I will full fledged, be so honest. I had a lot of resistance to it in the beginning. Yeah, that's and okay. I, I also, right. I mean, sometimes you just do yeah. and you're like, not everything ah. is for
1: every. One. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but as you said, it's always, you know, the teacher and the narrative. I mean, this is how I teach too. I don't think that there's one way to, you know, there's no right way to be a witch, like for all, yeah. like, yeah. let's learn all the rules in quotations for those who've, you know, cause it's uh-huh. a podcast here. Um, <laughs> yes. little air quotes here in order to know how to break them and when to navigate around them for yourself. And I think that my introduction to human design was very, Stringent, like there were half twos, and like you just can't yeah. move outside yeah. of this. There's and I was a like- lot of,
1: there's a lot of that, yeah. yeah. And and really in the last year or two, there's been a lot of undoing of that, which I think is very good and very positive. And people have now started, and coaches, I think once coaches got into it, it's like okay, let's let's look at the empowering potential of this system, not just like, Oh, you have to do this or else you're not going to be successful or you have to do this or, you know, and it's exactly the same with astrology, yeah. right? Like a lot of totally. people introduction to astrology is unfortunately, you know, like, Oh, you have a Scorpio moon. You're going to be alone forever. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate that. And so, yeah, like my, one of my good friends, astrologer, Colin Bedell of queer cosmos. He, I love I Colin. A, oh my God. I'm obsessed. I love saying he's my good friend. He's amazing. Um, but we did a workshop together, uh, earlier this year, um, which was called a strengths-based approach to astrology. And he brings, you know, him, he's a genius. He brings all the so science, studies yeah all the psychology behind it when you approach cosmic systems with the strengths based approach or anything even medicine you know anything psychology okay. uh you get better results yeah so if you think oh there's something wrong with me i have to fix it worse results if you think oh there's a potential here i am designed to be amazing i just need to work through and figure that out i just like, need some tools okay, and some human cool. practice yeah yes Yes. Totally. Yes. It works better. And I mean, this is stuff that us coaches have known for years, but it's so beautiful to see that there's actually science behind that. You know, it's not just like we're not, of course, we're not spiritually bypassing saying everything has to be rainbows and sunshine, but do not see yourself as a problem, you know, cause you are not a problem to fix.
0: As we talked about before we started recording, you know, it's, Gemini season the day of, as we record this. And so I think the most beautiful aspect of Gemini is the duality. Yes. And right. And I think that that curiosity, that, that hunger for curiosity, if we can infuse that into things where, you know, case in point, my resistance to human design. I went, yeah, there's going to be something there for me. I'm just not ready. Yet. <laughs> like, <Absolutely. laughs> yeah. I'm like, I see you off in the side. I get it. I know, but I'm not ready just yet. Um, yeah. The, again, yeah. The exploration of it of like, not the, butt and of We seriously don't do spiritual bypassing around here, but the yes, and like, yes, this exists, but we do need to look at that growth pattern of it. And where's the potential, what can we use? What could be the tool? We don't need to take all of it, but what's the part that speaks to us and resonates with us. Mm -hmm. So beautiful, so powerful. And I feel that perhaps that's a great segue into our four questions, potentially. Perfect. I'm so ready. Yay. All right. (laughs) I didn't even have to ask if you were ready. Here we go. Okay. So the four questions we're going to start with number one, this is quite straightforward. Who are you? What is your magic in the world? What do you do? And I read your bio, but this is the off script portion.
1: I love it. And I love that you said off script because, um, I, I, looked at these questions and then i was like i just want to let the answers flow so i didn't make you know any notes or anything so who am i what is my magic what was the other one who am
0: i what is your magic in the world what is do you
1: do yes what do i do so i let's see it's like where do i even start so i'm an activator um and i identify with the witch archetype and the priestess archetype and I really think of myself as a priestess of awakening. Like I'm here to help guide people and support them in their own awakening. Like they're the one, but I'm there to help them figure out the direction that they wanna go in. I'm, and, and it, understanding that about myself has been such permission granted because for a long time, I was really looking at other successful people and thinking, well, I need to be more like them you know, but Mm -hmm. when I just realized, actually, I don't need to be, you know, uh, for example, the, the person who's going to, uh, be like more of a counselor, or I don't need to be the person who wants to dig deep into the past. I'm the person who is like, where do you want to go? And let's take the leap. You know, let's figure out, let's figure out where you want to go. And let's take the leap. I'm the leap person who holds your hand and we jump off together. (laughs) (gasps)
0: Let's hold hands.
1: I'm all about it. I love this. So yeah, when you say like, who are you? That's really just what comes to me first. Now, birth details. So I was born in California. You can hear I got California accent. Yes. If I'm uh, in California, I have a lot more legs and like, you know, um, but, and then <laughs> I live in England currently and I've been here for like 13 years. So I live near a castle. I love it. I love being like a foreigner in a foreign land. I think it's so exciting and interesting. And I, yeah, it's, it's just very cool. I was always such a go-getter. I was always such a a hustler, a grinder, a like overachiever. You know, an A minus is not good enough. It needs to be A plus. And when I came to England, um, it's been the undoing of that. I think that's been a big Mm. part of my story since graduating from college and coming here, I studied abroad here twice. And I was just like, I feel different here, you know, and this is astro cartography wise. This is on my Mars line. And so I feel like this is a place that I can take action, but it's also a place that I feel passionate. And my, my whole life, I, wanted something to feel passionate about. I was like, I have all this energy inside, manifesting, generating all this energy and nowhere to point it, you know? And so when I, yeah. And so it's been like an unlearning, you know, like I said, it's an unlearning of the corporate structure an unlearning of the hustle and grind an unlearning of trying to prove myself. Um, and so I just am so happy with what I've been able to create now. So I've been working in my business full-time since uh, 2020. And since I had my baby, so I had my baby and then I was like, I'm not and then going had back a to business work. Baby. Like, yeah, I had, and then I had a business <laughs> baby, exactly. I was like, I'm not going back to work. I worked in um, tech consulting. So management consultant for one of the big four, um, working in technology, very good at that, you know, but not my zone of, it's like my zone of excellence, not my zone of genius for anyone who's read that book. I love that book, The Big Leap. Um, and I was like, I need to find my zone of genius. I need to find what I am good at. And I also love. And so I finally found coaching, you know, through different things. I first started a wellness events business figured out, I don't like organizing events. I like going to events, but organizing <laughs> totally, totally different. Totally different, different <laughs> yeah, totally different. And then I found coaching and I was like, boom, oh my gosh, this is it. This is so beautiful. And really leaning into my own astrology. Cause I, when I was younger, I was interested in, in magic and astrology, but I also thought it was like, not good. And there was a lot of religious programming there. And so I never explored it until I was here in England. And then I was like, Oh my God, this is a whole new world. You know, like we have these different phases of our life. We have these different phases of ourselves. We're very complicated, but also very powerful beings. And so weaving in the cosmic to my coaching has just been like the most heart, like satisfying experience ever. So, yeah. So what I do in the world is I activate people, I support them in taking the leap. I do coaching, you know, Voxer pro I teach, you know, systems, I teach astrology, I teach human design. And then I do group, you know, whatever, however, whatever the container is, as long as I can really support heart centered people to do their, their dream. That's what I'm in for. I love it.
0: Yeah. See, we're soul sisters. Even if you didn't know it yet, I am all about this. (laughs) I just love this. Okay. Yeah. Well, just so, I mean, I think it's really interesting too. One of the things, because we've traveled a lot as a family and I've moved a lot, like the astro cartography and the ley lines and how we genuinely feel different in different spaces and how, you know where you're planted, you know, is like how you grow and not to be so enamored with the grass is greener on the other side. For those who know my story, they're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, like we're very Mary Poppins in our house. Like the, the wind starts oh. to move and we're like, oh, it's time to go. You know, oh, like, there's, you know, yeah. like there's, <laughs> the wind is calling. You're like, oh yeah, that's coming. But how differently We do present and work and thrive in different environments. And it's so powerful to not only know that, because I think a lot of people don't know that or don't get the opportunity to know that, but then Mm -hmm. to trust it and to follow it.
1: Mhm. Yes, no, 100%. And I think it's something you said just sparked something for me like something I'm really passionate about and we'll talk about it when we talk about my traumas and what I'm working through um is also supporting women in business, mm-hmm. you know, with businesses to make money. And this is coming through not only because we're in Taurus season moving into Gemini, very, you know, a lot about money, but it's it's just you have the freedom when you have the money to go where the wind blows. Right. And you have the freedom to make choices and to like, have that power in your life. And I think that for a long time in the spiritual wellness community, there's been this like, you know, kind of, talking down about money yeah, and luckily we're now healing that and coming out of that and recognizing money as a tool and it's just energy. It's not a bad thing. It's not an evil thing. It doesn't make you selfish. In fact, it can be a very empowering thing that you can use to do your work in the world and to be who you truly are in this like, limitless freedom, you know, that you can have. So it's yeah, it's a it just conversation
0: that comes up a lot uh, for unicorn wellness. Cause one of my besties Brie firestone, like she's a money healer. And so we talk a lot about how, you know, it's just a resource. Like it actually, it isn't yeah. emotional. It doesn't have morality. It's just what we have agreed to use in this lifetime. Yes. And so yes. in order to like diffuse this, you know, again, it's just a resource. And I was very lucky in the, in the story is very layered to have a father who was like having resources is fun. He was like, you can yeah. help, you know what I mean? Like you can, that's help.
1: amazing that you had that. Yeah. Cause so many people did not,
0: <laughs> it's got a lot of shadow to it by the way. And one sure. of these days we'll tell the whole story, but it's, it's got a lot of shadow to it. And yet he was a Gemini son and also very like It's fun and you can do things and you can help people. Like what is really terrible about that? And to this day, he's the only person that I've really experienced that kind of joy in money.
1: Wait, so now, cool. I mean, it
0: went sideways. It had its places healing for, sure. it for sure also. And yet there was a real joy to it, a real connection to, you know, him coming from nothing and selling oranges as a kid and keeping his dollar bills stuffed in his overalls. I mean, this is part of our family culture and, and the money story that we have. So, so beautiful. Cause I completely agree with that, you know, and again, the spiritual community has got all these hidden places and spaces of bypassing and whitewashing and creating its own shame around stuff that keeps us in shadowed and wounded places. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So on that note, can we move to question two? Absolutely. We can. Yeah. Okay. So what is the wound Shadow or trauma that you are currently healing through, knowing that we're always healing through something because there's no way out but through in this 3D incarnation.
1: 100%. So continuing on a theme. <laughs> Uh, My money stories. So that has been a huge theme of this eclipse season for me, not only this eclipse season, but this year. And it's interesting because um, if I remember correctly, I believe my progressed son is in the 12th right now um, and Mm -hmm. has been since last October. And that is what I'm really healing through and freeing myself from, you know, it's like the 12th house. Sometimes we have to put in more effort to feel free and to fully express what is there. And I think that, um, I really had a story that money is hard Mm. and that money only comes from working yourself to the bone. You know, if you just don't sleep, (laughs) if you just don't have any fun in life, (laughs) if you just stress enough, it will come. And, um, and in leaving my job, you know, and, and it's funny because, you know, when we have these limiting beliefs, like you will create evidence for that too. Yes, absolutely. It's like, like God, it's like the self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, But Oh, in in my career uh, as a management consultant, I did very well. You know, when I left my job, I was making over six figures and um, in pounds, so more in, in dollars. And I was just like, this is would seem crazy to anyone else to leave this job, this opportunity, you know, they've been amazing. I I don't hate my boss. Like, you know, it wasn't anything like that. Like when I worked at the big four, it was a problem. But after that, I went to my transitional job paid me more and was so much more relaxed. And I just loved it. But I was also like, this is not lighting me up. This is not making me get out of bed in the morning. I would rather have less money and be excited to get out of bed in the yeah. morning. But as I leaned into like making, you know, my own money, this is the way that I thought of it. I'm like, okay, now it's just me. You know, there's no machine. There's no week, monthly salary check. Like, you know, it's like, oh my there's God. There's no real check.
0: And that's always weird and not fun by the way. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, it's, it's been really interesting. And so my first year I, um I made, was it my first year? Well, it depends on how you count years, but last year I made like $68,000. And that felt so amazing. That felt like, wow, I really did it. And it also felt like it was challenging, like emotionally hard, yeah. because I had to keep believing through so many uh, failures. And I think this is a, a lot that happens, you know, as entrepreneurs, like that they don't tell you maybe in the beginning. Oh, um, nobody I mean, I tells you anything. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I heard it, but I didn't hear it. like that <laughs> that you do have to fail a lot of times. And I'm like, well, only like one or two times, right? Like <laughs> uh, no, like ten. okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure in twenty twenty one I had um I think it was eight failed launches. So out of or no, six out of 10, actually. I think it was six out of 10. So six out of 10 times that I did this big launch, I did the Canva, I did the, you know, videos, <laughs> I did the master classes, everything no one bought, or one person bought. And for me, I was like, okay, I converted them to like a one-to-one instead of a group and all that kind of stuff. But learning and making it through that has made me mm-hmm. like the solid leader that I am today.
0: <laughs> totally- and-
1: like a hundred percent. I am in this for life. Like, you know, like I'm not, yes. I not. I proved to myself, I think and the universe that like, yeah, I'm super committed, but the, the, what I'm healing through and the trauma is, is in this idea that I just have to work harder. And so I think this comes from a place of proving mm-hmm. this comes from a place of not feeling good enough. Yeah. This comes from a place of, you know, oh, my best isn't good enough or my mm-hmm. hardest isn't good enough, you know, yeah. all these stories. And so Um, I've been deconditioning, as we talked about with human design, deconditioning the way, the way I understand that conceptually with the cosmic is that I have an open heart center. And when people have the open heart center in human design, it's white. It's like that small little triangle center. It's like you feel this need to prove yourself. You feel like you're not worthy. And so you got to just like do all the things in order to be worthy. And so this year it's been like, actually, you know, all these people keep saying money can be easy. How can I actually start to believe that? Because I know that belief is the root of manifestation, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or part of the root of manifestation yeah. is this is possible. Like part of me knows this can happen for me. Part of me knows I can meet the love of my life. You know, part of me knows I can, you know, whatever it is. So for me with money, you know, I've been able to do that with love you know, cause I had a whole love story. So I met my soulmate. Oh, that's another story. Like I just met, met him. Like I did a course, I did this love course called the love codes. And then literally in the middle of the course, I met him. And he was like the, the second person I like talked to on the phone and then boom. And then we were pregnant a month later and the rest is history. And he's like the best, the best, best match for me. He's I just such an incredible guy. Yeah, we have our little baby and then, oh. but anyway, so I got it with love. But for some reason, money feels harder to me, you know, and it's really, I think a lot of us kind of go-getter women, you know, have that, like love, we can figure out love, but like money just feels like there needs to be a strategy. It just feels like there (laughs) has to be, (laughs) there has to be one plus one. It's math, right? You're like, oh, there must be some math that I haven't done yet, you know, um, But yeah, so recognizing that it can flow, especially when I show up as me, like the bolder that I am is being open, being vulnerable, being, seeing myself as a leader, not just beginner, you know, like I did a. I did a masterclass this year um called uh, Rough Diamonds which anyone can watch it's free you can watch it in my uh, my Facebook group I'm going to leave it in there um when I hit 100k in my business so I hit since the beginning so since I started my business yep. I now hit 100k yeah. and I did this masterclass and I this concept was you know, what I learned through the tough stuff is that we are not beginners. Like thinking of yourself that way, it can be this very sneaky thought, this very sneaky, limiting belief of like, I'm just getting started. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a beginner. I'm oh, naive. I'm just naive. a like, killer, you know? Yeah. And money doesn't love that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's no. not like
0: an hey, thought.
1: <laughs> to make money. That's not an inspiring. No. And so when I changed that and I recognized and I was like, let's get that out of there. I'm doing a digging motion for people listening on the podcast. Let's dig that out of there. That doesn't need to be there. Then I recognize that I am a rough diamond. And like, Mm -hmm. I encourage anyone who has this, like limiting belief and they're working through the, the trauma of money and like all those worthiness things, think of yourself as a rough diamond. Like you have been created through, you know, this unique pressure point in the earth, like the exact right conditions in the cosmos to create you. And you are so valuable and so incredible and so perfect, you know, and that, that has been my realization. And you know, I went from having like my lowest month ever, um, this year in February to having like my second highest month ever, you know, in, in April and this month is looking like it's going to beat that. And it's just incredible when I lean back in terms of like trusting, you know, yeah. and surrendering to the flow and believing that money wants to come to me that yeah. I don't have to run and get it. I, it wants to come to me. And then I lean forward in my boldness and my rough diamondness. And I'm like, this doesn't have to be perfect, but I just need to be me. It works like, yes. it works. well,
0: yeah. it's really interesting. Cause I, I do want to contribute and have an offering here because I think any entrepreneur and anyone who transitions into coaching, especially these days in a very noisy environment in a pandemic, that there were a lot of shifts and pivot points. And like, like you said, like as an entrepreneur, you, just, you fail a lot, like, and nobody sees it. And then you're in a vacuum on your own. And there's nobody, there really isn't someone there to pick you up, brush you off, except for yourself and be like, girl, you're doing great. But you have no reference point for great in, in this space. Right. And if you're, we have very similar stories of coming from corporate spaces where we're like, well, respected, we love it. It's fun we're doing well. There's cash in the bank, but it's like so intense, you know, that you're like, this isn't rewarding anymore and the frequency's off, but then you come into these places and spaces and put these levels on things there's so many things I appreciate about what you said. One that you're going to freely
1: made sense to people, but
0: (laughs) that you're like freely. and going to talk about like the money you, you, you pulled in like dollar for dollar, because again, there's a shame shadow there, particularly for women. Like, let's not actually talk about dollars. And it's like, but it's a business y'all like it's a business. And if we can't talk about that, then you got no business having a business because that's what it is. And exactly also you know that you do have certain number amounts but in a capitalist culture it's really difficult because there's all these concepts of it and people's concepts of success and we just have to stay really honed in on our own success of what feels good what's in a heart resonance plus i made money doing this like is good yes and that when we have these places that we pull back because we need times of healing, right. It's a little bit in my mind, what comes through is, is, you know, the, like the bow and arrow of Sagittarius, right. You have to have the pullback, the tension, the like where it feels like you're getting farther and farther away from the bull's hand. You're like, but wait, but I'm aiming at this thing. And, you know, in, in the groups that I coach, like in magical mentoring, I feel like when you're ready to level up and you say, I want to do this healing, I want to step forward. I want to heal this money wound. I know that this is not, you know, In air quotes, correct. It feels like all of the fear, all of the lessons, come on your doorstep, right? Because the universe goes, "Oh yeah, how badly do you want to heal this?"
1: That's exactly what happened to me. I was like, "I really want to work on money this year," and it's like, "Okay," (laughs) she said, "She's in." Totally, (laughs) totally. They're like,
0: "We've been waiting for this," and we always feel like when we do that, that they're going to be like, "Oh, here's some presents, and here's some cake, and here's a new friend," and it's like, "Oh no!" It is like the mess and some weird tax. Bill and some leak yes. and then you're just bleeding out money. of
1: nowhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Like uh yeah, they like our heating and air came in and it was like triple what we thought it was gonna be. And I was like, okay, universe I see you.
0: I, <laughs> I see you. You ain't cute, but I see you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yes. So that that is exactly what I've been working on is the trust and knowing that it it wants to come to me it's like sometimes with this proving energy we feel like we're chasing money and it doesn't want us it's exactly the same in love like Mm -hmm. if anyone feels like they've been chasing the person chasing the guy chasing the gal chasing the whoever and 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 they're not coming to them like look at how you're like pushing You know, like pushing doesn't make love come. Pushing doesn't make money come to me. It's like that. That metaphor of like dating always helps me when I'm thinking about money. I'm like, if I was dating money, you know, how can I lean back and let it come to me? How can I be like, impress me? (laughs) What you you got for me today? What are you
0: leaving at the feet of the priestess,
1: y'all? Yes, yes. I know. I get it in dating, so it's just like shifting that mindset over to money. It's been um, exciting to say the least, but also beautiful.
0: (laughs) I love this. I love that. All right. We're going to leave that there with a pretty, pretty little bow on it at the offering of your priestess feet. Um, Let's move in to number three. Um, What do you consider to be the wound, the trauma, the shadow of your lifetime? Knowing that there may be more than one because... Hashtag being human, but the one that continues to ask for a healing at another level or a deeper level.
1: Yes, yes. I think this is an easy answer for me because recently I was invited by, I don't know, I think it was um, the subconscious brand. I love Alexander James on Instagram. He put in his stories one day. Um, you know, what is like the key thing that you, are healing in yourself. And what is the key thing that you help your clients to Mm -hmm. overcome? And it came to me like a lightning bolt. Like I know the feeling of it, but sometimes it's like, how do you put this into words? But my core wound has been like believing or wondering if I am special Mm. and worrying that I'm not worrying that I'm average. Um, what's the word? Um, there was another word that I had for it, uh, average, like, uh, mediocre, mediocre, and that I'm not here to do anything special or important. And I know that's very different. I mean, not everyone has that wound, but I work with a lot of people who have that, who have that. And, and of course I do.
0: That's, a, that's right. the Like thing. attracts, yeah. like, like yes. a healer heal yes. thyself. You're going to help everybody else do it. And there's going to be every message for you in it.
1: at exactly. the Exactly. Exactly. And I just always had this like fear and I, this is where the overachiever and the prover comes from yeah. this fear that like, I'm not good enough. And the way that my brain translates that is I'm not special. And, um, and so of course it's the work of my lifetime to work with cosmic systems, which literally show that everyone is special. (laughs) Like
0: everyone is, we're all these magic little divine life forces. Yeah,
1: yes, exactly. Exactly. And I just, yeah. And I was always, you know, there was a lot of conditioning when I was, you know, a kid to fit in. And I like didn't want to fit in, but I did. It was like this cognitive dissonance of like, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, I have to fit in to survive. But then also I don't want to, I want to be amazing. I want to like stand out. I want to be special.
0: (laughs) Are you Libra's son?
1: I'm Libra's son. I feel yes. like that's so
0: Libra. Cause that's Interesting.
1: the, I, I yes. do
0: because Libras want to be seen, right? They like yeah. love to be adorned, yes. like clothing and presentation and an artistry, but they're oh, also yes. looking yes. for like person. fairness for all. So there's some sort of internal yes. wiring that makes you feel like that's unfair. If I'm more special than
1: someone else. Interesting. Cause uh, you know, it's so cool that you talk about this. Cause also my South node is Libra. Mm-hmm. So my North node is Aries. So I, I see that my trajectory in life has been not to kind of because um, the shadow of South Node Libra is really people pleasing yeah. and trying to like make totally. yourself
0: small
1: yeah. to, f- to fit in. And and I absolutely did that, like with all of my kind of best friends, you know, when you're a kid, yeah. I'm doing air quotes, um, when, when you're a kid and when also even through high school and college and and a bit afterwards, I had this like interesting Story, which was very, you know, it's kind of like every time it would happen again, it would be kind of re traumatizing of like, well, people leave me, You're right? Mm-hmm. So I had all these best friends who would ended up kind of ghosting me and disappearing from my life. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I had this story that, oh, well, I didn't try hard enough. I didn't, you know, I wasn't special enough. So they left me. And so now it's been like this healing of a lifetime that is a continuous thing yeah. to recognize, like, I don't need anyone's, uh, kind of like stamp of approval, you know, in order to be myself and to love myself, it's all about me and my relationship with myself. Like that's been the biggest healing of all. So, yeah. So just the special thing, you know, and I've always had this deep desire I'm a two, five in human design. That's my profile line, which also shows like what you want to do in this lifetime. And the fifth line has a desire to have an impact, but it's also afraid of that. There's a shadow side, or um, I don't like to say a, a, a low expression side to that, which is that um, they're afraid of being judged, and so often the fifth line will hide itself. And yeah. really, uh, what uh, my human design teacher calls "beigeify itself"
0: oh my in goodness. order to
1: yes. not. Yeah, it's like the thing that you desire most. Uh. or Trade up. Yeah, and I see that in my life. You know, that so many times I was like such an I'm such an innovator. You know, I'm creative. Like I absolutely stand out. I have Jupiter in the first house. I walk into a room, you cannot ignore like me. <laughs> i'm there and and yet i was like shrinking myself to like try and be what i thought people wanted instead of being what i wanted and so that's been the the wound and also the gift of my life yeah
0: beautiful I just that libra is so loud to me and my Mm. my oldest has a libra moon and i see it you know he's a teenager but it's like it's again blending in but this fear because it has this codependency thing because it's so in tune to partnership right and yes. and like yes. in our expression and our maturity and immaturity and like through all of our places like that's such a place of growth that yes just as a human um yeah that is so powerful it's so beautiful and so tender and then yeah sometimes just so icky because you feel so yeah. alone. <laughs> like I, yeah and it's you know it's in everyone's chart somewhere just basic yeah, astrology it,
1: Exactly. Exactly. It's in everyone's chart somewhere. And, and I think that, you know, no matter whatever your wound is, I think that's also your work. You know, it's also your wisdom. Yeah. All the W words. I'm, your wound I'm is your so work. And <laughs> Like it just is like, uh, and I've seen that time and time again, like if you have a lower expression or a bigger challenge in your chart or in your life, like a hundred percent, that's going to be, you know, where you're probably called to work with people. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's so fulfilling. It's so fulfilling because it's like, I'm healing myself. I'm helping other people heal themselves. It's like, wow, look at us. Like, look at it. We're doing it. It's you know? the magic, right?
0: It's so mm-hmm. magic. Do you, do you mind if I ask you do not have to answer yeah. um do you know where your Chiron is in your chart yes
1: it's in um it's in Gemini uh in the fourth house so okay. speaking up especially yeah. around family yeah. you know yeah and I have always been, you know, kind of a loud, chatty person, you know, I don't know about if I would say loud, but I've always been a big personality, let's say. Yeah. And yeah. And I really, really like every kid, I really wanted to impress my parents. And, um, the way that I learned to impress them was with my grades and mm-hmm. with what I could achieve. And so, you know, I feel like that is very much my gemini chiron in the fourth and so undoing that and being like yes i can achieve amazing things things but that's not why they love me and that's not why i love me that has been yeah so so powerful mm-hmm. oh i also have um you mentioned sagittarius earlier i wanted to i wanted to mention this i have Sagittarius midheaven. So in my work, I actually work Mm. mostly with the midheaven as like the sign of your highest self and leadership and like your work in the world and all of that fame, you know, if that's something that you desire. And having Sagittarius there, it's been like you said, it's the arrow. And I always think of it as like a, a truth-seeking arrow. Yeah, it's like Sagittarius wants to seek the truth and it wants to explore and learn things and then become the teacher. And I think allowing myself to explore and to be that creative soul and not just the okay, I climb the corporate ladder <laughs> and then I make money and then I retire and then I die. You know, like <laughs> yeah, that's not it's like. It's not what I'm here to do, you know. Um, and so yeah, so really leaning into also not only who I am, but my life's work has has been really big for me too. And embracing that. Like I call in my archetype system, I call that the guide. And I'm like, I had to guide myself before I could be an in integrity, Absolutely. you know, guiding like others.
0: Absolutely. I think. It's so beautiful because Sag, I'm married to a Sag son. And so, I mean, but it's fiery and it's so smart and it's so exploratory. And again, we all have it in our chart somewhere, but Sag Mm -hmm. is like, it seeks liberation above all else, right? And so like this freedom freedom of- I just hear it literally verbatim in what you say, you know, of, of like being in a corporate structure and you have all these things that you've t- you check the box on it. So it sounds like um, success and it is success, but there's no yes. freedom in it. There's no liberation in that right? Mm-hmm. Like yes. you're still accountable to someone else and other things and dependent yeah. upon them. And you'll never
1: things. be at the top. Like, even if you made it like, you know, cause people would always say to me when I was at one of the big four, they'd be like, well, surely you're on the partner track. You want to be a partner. Right. And I was like, no, and they were like, then why are you here? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Why am I here? because I was earning <laughs> my worth in this way. <laughs> yeah. Like eventually I was like, why am I here? Cause I don't want to be a partner. Like I don't, that's not freedom to me. Like, you know, in, in a lot of these very highly structured places, like you cannot, there's no top, like, yeah. you know, there, you can't get to the top to the level of freedom that you want. So I was definitely always meant to be an entrepreneur.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Love it. All right. My love. So number four, here we go. Um, what is currently coming up in your community right now and how are you holding space for it or supporting it?
1: Ooh, that is such an interesting question. Like what's coming up? Like what are the themes kind of coming through with people I work with? Yeah. Ooh. So that's a really interesting one. Um, the, the major there's, two that kind of come to me right away that I've been having these, I've got some Voxer clients one-to-one and then I just wrapped up a mastermind called bold by design. Um, And there is this deep desire that like everyone I'm talking to feels to um, like be seen Mm -hmm. and like, not just to be seen, like for, to make an impact, you know, it's like, but they know that being seen is a big part of that. And um, this fear of like, how do I do that? You know, like which parts of me do I share? Um, You know, do I do it like this person? Do I do it like this person? You know, what's my way? So there's been this big thing that's like, how can I bring my authentic authenticity out? So it's all about like boldness and authenticity. Like that's like the big theme. And then the Other theme, there was a second one. Oh, is how do I connect to my people? So it's, they're very related, but everyone wants to know, like, how do I, and it's part of that authenticity, because it's like, you don't just want to connect to people who aren't a good match for what you do, you know, it's like you want to connect to people who are like, yes, oh my God, you are the perfect person that I want to work with, you know, and, and I exactly want to do this with you. You know, so that that's a great feeling. It's like the meeting of the minds, you know? It's like, oh, I'm offering this. You want this? Perfect. You know? <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's what everyone wants to feel. So it's this like showing up boldly and authentically. And then how do I find my people? Because I think that when you start out as an entrepreneur, you don't know who you're talking to. Like, oh my God, it's taking me so long to figure out like who I'm talking to. <laughs> um, like in the beginning of my business, I was like, okay, I'm going to talk to other like people who work in corporate, like me, who are interested in astrology, and then I was like, wait, but do I want to work with people who are like dating? I could do the dating thing, and I could do, you know. And so there was, and, and, and there's so much noise about how you have to know your ideal customer avatar. Oh my like, god, I you know, hate like-
0: that. <laughs> Is that a manifesting yeah, generator yeah. thing? I just want to get into fights with people, and then I'm like, no, don't do it. Walk away. It's just not your you. Don't,
1: do <laughs> don't do it. Don't put that and kind of like, stuff out who's there. Who's my avatar? What does that even mean? Um. So yeah. So. I, I think that there is a lot of stress about that in the beginning of your business is like, who am I talking to? You know? And I really, I'm excited to work with people around this because not only are there definitely placements in the cosmic that can tell you (laughs) and, and kind of point you, not tell you what to do, but point you in the right direction. That's how I always think it's pointing you in the, in the path of least resistance, you know, in your chart. Um, like I work with, um, that's one place where I work with the gene keys. So I don't work with the gene keys for everything, but there's a particular gene key that is like all about how you connect your people. If you're, if, people are interested. It's the culture gene key. So look at that. Um, but, and also like your mercury, you know, how, what is your voice? Like, what are you here to say? You know, yeah. and your Midheaven. What are you, what's the impact that you're going to have? What's your destiny here? And I mean, there's so many different placements, but I think it's really powerful and finding out all of this gives people so much permission. Like my community is on Fire about this stuff. It gives you so much permission to do it your way and to take inspiration from looking at different mentors and different successful people that you really recognize, you know, obviously I'm talking kind of mostly about business here, but, but also to recognize that they did that their way. And I love it now getting curious, as you said earlier, getting curious about like, what's my voice, you know, who am I like, who are my people? And I'm so excited to go and meet them you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's We just got a
0: confirmation thing. of excitement from, from your house too. I heard it. I
1: love that because the universe is
0: like, yes, pay attention to this right here. What because She's the best. I totally, and I'm, I am, I'm like, is that I, I, I've never considered that a manifesting generator thing, but like, th- because I've also come from like a corporate background structure and then, you know, moving into an o- entrepreneurship and, and i would launched an online offering in like 2013, this is like, people thought I'd lost my damn mind. Right. And I might've, Wow. right. <laughs> but again, yeah. like, it's like the thing that not to diminish it, but like everybody does it now. It's not weird. That's a viable option. And like, we understand that as part of our culture now, but then we yeah, really yeah. didn't. And so yeah. the point of that is, is that I have listened to so many people and as friends and, and coaches transitioned online about how to yeah. build a business. I'm like, mm-hmm. it actually doesn't matter if you're brick and mortar or if you're online, like your authenticity is everything. Cause that's everything. your audience. If you are trying mm-hmm. to do something, someone else's way, it just doesn't resonate. The frequency is going to yeah. be off if you want to get woo woo about it. And then it's exactly. not going to pull in. And yet we need some structures, we need some rails to work in, Mm -hmm. but I find that the avatar conversation of like your perfect audience, because we're constantly evolving, so is our business. And you, I don't, well, I think I would imagine that your clients, your community, my clients in my community, we're super woo woo, right? Even if they're like, I yeah. don't know if I'm woo or not. I'm like, you're here. You are. I have a
1: lot of people who are new to it. Like I attract a lot of people who are like, what is this? Like, I
0: <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we're bridges. Like you said, we're activators. Yeah. Like there's comfort, there's confidence. They trust us. And they're like, there may be something here for me. Yeah. A- and then they settle in. And so if if our communities are in this energetic space, we literally can't do it like anyone else because the frequency will be off, right? Like exactly. attracts like. And yes. and so I just love that you say that and you said yeah. that.
1: Can because, I just add something to that too? Yeah. Like, I, I love what you just said there about the frequency being off and also and not getting so obsessed with the like one type of person as well, because I have to speak to manifesting generators here as well. We may not have one type of person because we have lots of interests and we may have very different offers. Like, you know, last, last, month, I did an event, um, at this hotel here in London for people about love and activating the goddess in their chart with the planet Venus. That's one audience. And then I also just finished my bold by design mastermind for entrepreneurs who are like ready to take the next step in their business. And so that could be the same person, but it might not. And if I get in my head about this, like thinking I need to overly niche, oh my God, we could go off on a niching thing, but like I will do myself a disservice. So it's really like show up be yourself and then allow yourself to play because like my business gets cosmic queen gets to be a place where lots of different people can play. You know, we may have things in common, like heart centered, conscious, spiritual, like, yes, we will probably, you know, have things in common, but I want to be a place where many different people can gather too. So
0: I will just offer up that that has been a killer for me. Actually, is to try to create one focus and to attract one type of audience. It you literally are not
1: designed to do that. No, no.
0: that's one <laughs> no. of the things about you know human design that's been really liberating for me. Of like, oh yeah, I don't know why I thought I was trying to do that because that's really not mm-hmm. me. It's never who I've been. Yeah, but and some people are. Yes, some people are
1: totally. Yes. Like, yeah so that's really interesting and again trying
0: to whether we're speaking to a business or we're speaking to ourselves right like some people can drive in one lane and are meant to and have this one laser focus while some of us are meant to like kind of run back and forth on the spectrum of, of things five
1: cars in all different lanes and we're managing them all like we really are <laughs>
0: i i sometimes put too many cars on the track and i'm like that one needs to go into the shop somebody i need a little bit of supervision uh um, um, yeah. But I love this because again, it speaks to whether it's in business and coaching or personal healing. I just looked at the clock and it's 11 here, by the way. Um, oh, my favorite
1: number, 111. Right?
0: <laughs> that yeah. you and I speak to, of course, similar yet different sides of the coin. I mm-hmm. really, on that personal level of healing, do want to get into the past, the stories and the shadows. And then here you are to take their hand to leap into the future, right? Like we we don't want to get stuck in the past and the shadows, but we need to dig and know what's there. What is holding us back? Where did the programming come from? Because that recognition-
1: could end up working with both of us as well. So it's not like, oh, this is just my person and this is just your person. It's like, don't see your audience that way. No,
0: again, exactly. Like the languages, because knowing that the Unicorn community comes from a certain language working with and through me, but wanting them to hear you and lean into that as well and vice versa, that this perspective of healing and expansion and authenticity, because this is where I was going. I was taking a circuitous route to it, but like bold authenticity, right? Is truth. And no matter where we lean into that and claim bold authenticity, that is life-changing. That is frequency changing. That is transformational. And I love you even more after this conversation, not that I thought that was possible, but I just, you know, with it coming up in your community about, they're just really trying to figure out how to communicate uh, authentically. And if we all just did that one thing in this lifetime.
1: Oh my gosh. It would change so much because yeah. I mean, it's just so connected to all parts of our life, as you said, and all parts of ourself is the, you know, once we do the healing, once we know who we are, the communication and expression of that is so powerful.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So magical. So spectacular. And I'm talking about you. Um, yeah. Is there anything else today that is being called for you to share that wants to come through that wants to be seen?
1: Mm, I one thing that is really like this lesson that i feel like i'm learning over and over again right now that may really support other people as well is like i said it's kind of pulling off of the idea of seeing yourself as the rough diamond is seeing yourself as someone who has influence and someone who is a leader mm. already you know i think yeah. that, that whether you have a, it doesn't matter if you have a business or not like Seeing yourself, that's why I named my business Cosmic Queen, because I wanted to bring in this queen energy. Seeing yourself as a queen, as a leader, as a whatever the word is for you, I think it just changes the way you do life and it changes the way you see yourself. And it brings so much like integrity in, like you said, authenticity, boldness, like in every area. And so I just encourage people, like, if you Are not seeing yourself this way right now? Figure out what is the next step you need to take, healing-wise, to get there. Because I I just think it's the biggest gift that you can give to yourself is really seeing yourself as queen energy, as a leader, as someone who has something to say and something to do in life. And I think that you know, it's it's permission granted from the universe, you know, like this huge. And so that's just the really important thing that felt like it needed to come through. Yeah. Perfect.
0: Thank you. And thank you, Rachel, for sharing your time and your magic in this episode. And please share where our listeners can find you and your offerings after this episode.
1: Perfect. Amazing. So I would love to connect with anyone on Instagram or Facebook. Those are my two main platforms. So you can go on Instagram at cosmic queen HQ. That's me. <laughs> and, uh, also you can find from there, you can find my personal Instagram, which is just Rachel and a Jaffe. And then my Facebook group is cosmic queen HQ as well. So you can find that and, uh, you know, join the party over in there as well. And um, I do have some things coming up. Should I mention those yes, as well? Yes, please. Just, yeah. so at the time that this will be airing, um, I am really excited to be going into um, something, a program, which is a human design mastermind for entrepreneurs who are specifically manifestors. So I'm doing a series of masterminds for people based on their type, because it is so potent and so powerful when you work with other people in a group program who have a lot in common with you too. So the human design mastermind for mass manifestors is called Vanguard, and that's going to be starting on July 28th. And then if anyone's interested in learning the system of astrology to use in their coaching, like from a coaching perspective and get, you know, you can get a cosmic uh, coach certificate from me as well. If you want to do that, Um, I'm running my signature program called the star. And that is uh, like a four month deep dive into astrology. So you learn the system, you learn how to read birth charts, you do readings and do get feedback from me and it's all live. So you get to do that too. And that's going to start in early September. So that's what I have going uh, on uh, at that time. And I'm just excited, you know, to chat with you. Oh, and of course we mentioned momentum for generators and manifesting generators Mm is going to be more in October time. So yeah, if you, if you want to come and play, you want to learn more about your cosmic alignment. You want to really, you know, use these insights in real life, this is practical magic, you know, then come and play. I would love that.
0: Leave me it's sitting in pencil in my calendar. I'm like, how can I do that at the
1: same time? I'm doing things? Right. I know. They're not <laughs> going to be long. So those masterminds are going to be like five to six calls. So that will be a nice, mm-hmm. tidy, like focused point. So Beautiful. Be, yeah. well
0: I just am so grateful for you being here today and of course there will be links below in the show notes to all of these offerings and thank you my dear magic makers for listening I love you and I hope your magic spark found you loudly maybe not loudly clearly in this episode now it's time if you haven't already to hit the subscribe button so you never miss this magic if this episode has you thinking of someone else who needs this spark share it and if it resonates with you to rate and review the podcast i would be ever so grateful the more ratings and reviews the show has the easier it is for other seeking souls to find their healing home base it's a super simple way for you to support someone else's healing. If you have topics you'd like to hear me cover or guests you'd like to hear on the show, or hey, you just want to say hi, DM me on Instagram at Tandy underscore Gutierrez, and make sure to check out all of my offerings at unicornwellnessstudio.com. Links are below in the show notes. I love you so very much. And remember healing is for you. And it all starts with just that.